If you had mentioned mental health or mental health illnesses to me a couple of years back, I probably would have given off the wrong vibe. If you had mentioned to me that you were depressed or even suicidal, I probably would have said the wrong things to you. And I believe there's still a lot of people out there that don't know any better. In this episode, I sit down with a friend of mine who is a mental health advocate to talk everything mental health. I hope this strikes a chord and sparks a chain reaction within someone. I hope this serves as a conversation starter amongst people. It's 2020. Let them learn on law of misconceptions and learn new positive habits concerning mental health. Enjoy listening and feel free to share this podcast. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of Loud Thoughts with Sadia. And I'm here today with another topic. This is something that is very special to me and I hold very dearly. I'm here to discuss this topic. I'm actually discussing this topic with um, a guest and her name is Rashidat. And I'm going to let her do a proper introduction because she's a star girl and I just want her to, you know, (laughs) do it how stars do. So Rashidat, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself, you know um hi <laughs> my name is Rashida I'm currently <laughs> doing my MA at the University of Essex um I'm doing theory and practice of human rights so kind of human rights law sort of um I finished my undergrad in psychology and um as a I started my mental health advocacy years ago when I was still I think around first year of uni um and then I had my own breakdown so I've now, obviously, my advocacy has then gone down more of personal experience, like lived experience, um, and how it just gives you a better understanding of how things work. Um, but outside of my personal experience, like I said, I've, I've interned at this Federal Psychiatric Hospital, Yabar. Um, I've volunteered with a bunch of mental health organizations. I'm currently also a young mental health ambassador for an organization based in Essex called Healthwatch Essex and what we just do is I'm using my lived experience with mental health services or assessing mental health services within Essex to improve you know get in talks with the council improve the services available to young people um yeah that's about it (laughs) (laughs) just me like that's how stars do it like I said Uh Thank oh you my so God. much. Thank you, for, <laughs> thank you for agreeing to do this with me. I'm really, really glad to have you on. Okay, so mental health. This is something that there's so many views, there's so many notions and even misconceptions about, uh, especially in Nigeria. I think knowing that this is something that plays a very important role in our overall well-being, it covers our emotional, psychological, and even social well-being. This is something that affects our lives, basically. And I feel like we're not talking about it enough. We are talking. I just feel like it's one of those areas that we can't talk about it enough. We can't raise awareness enough. We need to just keep talking and talking until people get it. So, in your words, can you just tell us a little bit about mental health? By textbook definition, um, they, we have CMD, so common men, um, mental health disorders, and then there are severe ones as well. So common ones are usually just depression and anxiety, which is usually the most <laughs> overflogged ones as well, which is quite unfortunate. So you see a lot of people are like, oh, I'm, I'm so depressed, or I'm mm. so anxious, and all of that stuff. 
depression in itself is a very serious mental health disorder, even though it's quite common as well. I can't remember the stats off my head. Um, suicidal thoughts is another thing that I feel like a lot of people link to depression. And I just wanted to say, you know, quick one that even though depressed people can have suicidal thoughts, not everyone that has suicidal thoughts is depressed. <laughs> you know, there are millions and millions of different scenarios that could possibly be happening. Now with depression, um, usually to get diagnosed, you need to have, I think about six months, you know, you need to be presenting your symptoms for a long time. Um, then it also needs to be life. It needs to be affecting your daily life. So it's okay. not just, for example, like when I got diagnosed, the intrusive thoughts were so, so, so debilitating mm. that I couldn't go about my daily life. You know, so yeah, it is. I think I'm just trying to like clarify for people to understand how serious it is. Um, then also we have um, anxiety disorder, and again, a lot of people are like, "Oh my god, I think I'm having a panic attack." Oh my god, and most times it's like, "What is doing you? Maybe see someone having a panic attack or run? He'll <laughs> literally run." Um, I know a friend that has anxiety disorder and there are days she can't leave her house there are days she's struggling to socialize and there are days she's out of the blue just having panic attacks um so yeah they they are quite serious and also it's nice to point out as well that everyone has a mental health because i feel like that that's something that did take me a while to get it as well Mm. mental illness is the disorder but we all have a mental health the same way we have a physical health and then something happens you have a cold you have the flu you have a migraine you know but yeah everyone has a mental health Mm -hmm. and that's why we all need to you know know about this talk about this look after that mental health um be healthy both physically and mentally Yeah. yeah I feel like mental health is as important. Taking care of your mental health is as important as your physical health. And we don't always get that. We actually belittle our mental health. So in this context, yeah, we're going to be looking at mental health in the Nigerian sector, like in the Nigerian eye. In your experience, yeah, because I know there's a lot to talk about there. God, in your experience... What are the common beliefs and common misconceptions and attitudes that we as Nigerians have towards mental health? What are those habits that we need to unlearn? Let me put it that way. Um, I feel like it's it's just fair to start with the whole religious belief. Yeah. Um, and also, just a quick FYI, like I'm going to be infusing a lot of my personal experience and all of that stuff into whatever explanations that I'm given. Mm. So, there's this common misconception that um mental illness is somehow linked to spiritual attacks and being possessed and all of mm-hmm. that jazz i know you might be listening to this and just kind of rolling your eyes and you're like 2020 is dealing with that but trust me <laughs> it's still a thing whether it's subtle whether it's very aggressive it is still definitely a thing when I interned at the Federal Psychiatric Hospital Yaba in 2017, there were a lot of patients that we were going through their history and they were changed down for years 
in sure. churches and marked and religious homes. Um, I know personal cases of a lot of people, even in this 2020, that they they have serious issues and their parents are just like, no, we'll take you for deliverance. No, mm. we'll pray it out. When I had my episode in January, whew, wow, it's been a year, a year ago, <laughs> bare people, my aunties, my my parents, people were just like, ah, you, you, you're you not praying enough. You're not, you know, you just need to hold on to God. You just, mm. you know, and it, thankfully i was a lot more mentally aware so i was now the one in my own depressed states yeah now educating them and letting them know what i need is medication you know <laughs> and therapy and even till now there are days i've gone off my meds now for personal reasons but prior to that there were days where my mom's like ah i, I used to using that drug hmm. i pray that hmm, god we shall take it away so we can stop it so she still didn't yeah. get it <laughs> she's still, but you can see that she was trying and that's all that matters so yeah definitely people just thinking it's a spiritual attack or it's demonic that is a huge misconception secondly there's this thing that i noticed growing up as well um we used to call mad people weary mm-hmm. in, in Lagos when I was growing up and usually even when they show them in Hollywood movies they are usually you know stuck naked or yeah. dirty um, having auditory hallucinations, um, just like very severe cases. Do you get what I mean? And mm-hmm. it took me coming to the UK, taking A level psychology, learning about depression at its most finest states. To then, I wrote about this. That was how pressed I was about it. To mm. know that, you know, reflecting like, why, why, why was it shown like that? Why? Why do we believe that, oh, if you're going to a um, neuropsychiatric hospital or if, you know, you are, if anyone tells you, ah, I have a mental illness, then they must be, you know, completely out of their mind. They must be tearing their clothes and yeah. mumbling and seeing things that are not there and having hallucinations and having delusions. Like, we, not to take away from this, you know, how serious the illness is, but I feel like that's partly the issue as to how mm-hmm. hard then you know, for people to seek help. Nobody wants to pop up at hospitals so people don't feel like, ah, it's things that, you know, but mental illness can be very subtle. You know, people can have schizophrenia. There are literally like five different types of schizophrenia. Um, depression has different levels, mild, moderate, severe. And that, you know, all of these disorders have their own different levels and they, they showcase in different ways and different people. So the fact that we are made to believe that oh you're mad you know that whole concept mm. is just wrong mm. and another thing that i've been trying to get people to stop doing since 2017 is referring to fred and psychiatric hospital yaba as yaba left because i feel like that name mm. as well you know it had a lot of or the one we have in abiyokata as well arrow you know we just use those names even in movies and songs yeah. and it just further you know stigmatizes the whole illness and you know prevents people from seeking help and getting the help that they need so yeah i think yeah i don't want to speak too long that stigma is another important thing because i know that's the go-to joke for comedians for actors Mm -hmm. in movies oh they go you have a left a bit they go go you go things like that it's I mean, where do we even start from? It's it's ingrained. It's deep-rooted. A good way to start is literally just by enforcing the fact that we all have a mental health. Yeah. I feel like it's so lost a lot of times. Like, people just assume that people that have mental illnesses are probably special or there's something remotely wrong or, you know, and people just need to understand that it's, it's common. It's common. Mm. 
I've forgotten the stats, but WHO ranked Nigeria really high, probably first or second, you know, on the list of countries with the most depressed people. Um, you have people just, uh, I've, again, I've been to Federal Nurse Hospital, yeah, but I know how full it is. And that's even with the fact that there's still so much stigma, you know. Mm. So it's like, it's a very common thing. These are the ways you can access help. There are a lot of organizations out there providing free counseling, you know, doing bits and bobs here and there. Yeah. And people also need to know the signs to look out for as well. You know, we're so yeah. used to burying things and just acting like, ah, it's fine. You would you pull through. You're, you'll not be depressed in Jesus' name. You're not, you know, people just need to understand that it's, it's normal. The same way if I were to, I don't know, have malaria, I'm not going to be shy to go to the hospital and be like, yo, I'm running a temperature. Can I get this test done? You know, can I get medication? Stuff like that. Right. So what are those common challenges you've faced in your years of volunteering? Um, I think it's definitely the the misconceptions. Mm. Yes. Because um, obviously I was never, still am not qualified um, to kind of diagnose people and all of that and all the mm. volunteering opportunities that I've had is just kind of just supporting people to then, you know, convince them to go to the hospital and to get help. Mm. Usually, people, again, they don't understand and they just feel like, yeah, I just want to talk. Let's just talk and just, yeah. that's it. I'm not interested in anything more. But then also, there's a problem with the whole system around mental health in Nigeria as well. Mm. You have... I think we have about like in total just eight new, at least federal and psychiatric hospitals in the whole of Nigeria. So these places are overstaffed. Um, they're understaffed. They're overworked. There is just longer waiting time. There's all of these other issues. So you know sometimes even when you finally manage to convince someone to say you could to go go get help, when they get there they come back. What they bring back is not nice. You know, do you know how many people someone to finally walk into a federal psychiatric hospital and, you know, take the first step to try to help themselves? And you have psychologists being intensity. You have people belittling. I know of a friend, and he did write about it, which is what I'm probably saying is probably that he, he went, and the person that he saw was the head of the psychology department at the federal psychiatric hospital. Yabba. And he sat down and trying to explain to the man the issues he was experiencing. And this man just looked at him like, ah, you have a job now. And it seems like you are okay. So what's the problem? Why are you here? My friend, you don't have a problem. You are fine. The aid of the department. Yeah. And that really, you know, see, sometimes, you know, as advocates, you, you're just stuck. Because it's like, where do you even start from? Exactly. Are ignorant. The people that are now doing the job as though they are infusing their own religious beliefs, they're infusing. I won't even lie to you. When I was interning, there was this, you know, staff member. He was high up there. I think it was like deputy of the department or something. During the case review, he just started making this joke about a woman that was raped by um, a husband. He's like, ah, does she not know that marital rape is illegal? I mean, is is it's not a crime in Nigeria, you know, but you know, be firewoods now. If you not give your husband, they will take it. Mm. And everyone there was just laughing. Ah, ha, ha. And I'm thinking, Can you imagine. You guys are supposed to be helping people. <laughs> am, I, am I in the wrong room? I literally looked around. I was like, did I, did I enter the wrong place? You know, so that, that, 
I don't know that those are just the stumbling blocks and then the government doesn't seem like they care as well mm. there's no funds whatsoever I was reading the human rights watch report the other day it's just sad people are still being chained down in numerous places not seeing daylight again not accessing any help and nobody's doing nothing you know it just feels like the general conception is mentally ill people are like a nuisance and we just want to mm. get them off the streets get them off you know out of our homes and just lock them away somewhere and maltreat them for stop this is really sad to hear like it's no 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 how about the legislation and policies do you, do, do you think do we have them it's nigeria it's another thing to have them it's actually another thing to uphold these policies i was trying not to go there we should never oh. go there <laughs> start this. so you <clears throat> will be shocked by this nigeria currently has the lunacy act of 1958 this was the act that was left with us by the British colonizers. Those people left us 1960, went back to their own country, you know, updated their laws, yeah, progressed, left us behind, did all these amazing things in their own country. And my dear country, Nigeria, is still holding on to this policy. And like you said, you know, it's one thing to have the rules. Okay, let's even know that it's in the law implementation is not an issue and yeah. this is very this is something i'm very passionate about as well because obviously like i said i'm doing an international diploma in mental health and we went to india for like the initial residential training and when we got there india just passed a new law in 2017 and this was where it was shocking and all the indians in the room were just like ah they just passed it can you imagine it's going to take hey, them another 50 years now i was like <laughs> The new people would have law, you know. You have a, you have policies. What do we have in the current Lunacy Act? Attempted suicide is criminalized. So if they cash you and you try to kill yourself, they will either fine you or they throw you inside jail. Right. Imagine that. Do you know how insensitive and stupid and frustrating that is? Mm. And to be honest, I'm. Because the project I want to do for my diploma is kind of looking into, like, kind of Nigeria policies around mental health stuff. Because we learned about the Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities that was passed in 2007 by the United Nations. And tell me why and how I found out that Nigeria actually signed this thing. They ratified it. Since 2007, it's now 12 years, Nigeria. What have you done to follow what you signed? Nothing. And I know that I think in 2003 there was a new bill that was they tried to pass that one did not go anywhere. 2013 they brought it back in, did not go anywhere. We're still waiting on to the Lord. So please join us in prayers. Oh God, isn't that what we do? Prayers. Oh God. Prayers. 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 And then we don't act. Um, um, no, no. Yeah, I, every time I, I try to avoid talking about Nigeria's issue, but somehow I keep going back. I find that I find myself going back. Like, I mean, these problems are deep rooted. Mm, oh, okay. So, speaking of spirituality, yeah, because I mean, that's probably where we're number one at, you know, 
religions and spirituality and all of that, it's actually been proven there's a link between spirituality and mental health and all that. I know that some people's attitudes, um, some people's beliefs actually prevent them from getting or seeking treatment, seeking help. And a lot of people turn to faith. A lot of people turn to uh, faith for support during times of issues and when they're dealing with problems including mental health problems and this actually made me think about you know the role of our religious institutions you know i kind of feel like they have a role to play they necessarily don't have to be the ones providing help i feel like we can actually get to that point where our religious institutions refer people to the right places to go or something because nigerians are always going to be religious nigerians are always going to go to their religious homes for help our religious homes can actually play a role in Uh educating their members let's put it that way this is one of those topics where i feel it's very delicate you don't want to put it in the wrong hands so even Mm. if it's just as little as oh here are the here are places you can seek help blah 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 we know how powerful our religious institutions what powerful role they plays when it comes to politics and all of that why can't it be applied to things like raising awareness, actually? Yeah. Mm. Um, I think, first of all, as well, I think a good place to start would be for people to understand that, you mm. know, when you see people advocating... Because as a Muslim as well, I was seeing a lot of... Especially when I was struggling, when I was right in the middle of my depression, mm. there was a lot of, oh, it's like there's a scene, you know, this or that. And you're just like, mm, this is not really helping me, but thanks. Um, and I just think people just need to understand, just religious people in general as mm. well, that when someone is dying of cancer, when someone has malaria, whatever else, physical health problems they have, we don't just tell them, ah, pray. You know, we, prayers can work. And again, as a religious person, I would never say, oh, don't pray or don't seek God mm. or whatever. But do, you know, seek professional help alongside that. Mm. Definitely. And I think by understanding that as well, that could help religious leaders as well you know when you're going to them it's not like oh i'm trying to um go against your ideologies yeah. or you know your beliefs it's just yes this is a mental illness it's serious it needs professional intervention mm. now with religious leaders i completely agree with you and i think even money at some point when i was still with them we they were doing um trainings yeah so we're going workplace we're going into secondary schools we're going into religious rooms a lot of churches i know that um and just to give a talk to the general um, congregation mm. and to you know raise awareness and yeah and that's something that i noticed as well is like people they were a lot more receptive when we reached out to them like when we took that step of though this is uh, what the organization is about this is what we wanted to do this are the mm. topics we want to cover and you know usually they're like oh yeah cool come on in <laughs> you know um so yeah, they do. They definitely do have a lot. I think, especially like with the Islamic ones as well. Because mm. I'm not gonna lie, a lot of my followers are Muslims, and every time I've seen opinion pieces from them, it just breaks my heart. Because yes, suicide is a sin. Do you think I don't know that? Do you think they don't know that? Like, but is that really helpful right here, right now? Like, are you genuinely trying to help the person, or are you just trying to shove your yeah. incest? comments down their truth and I, I keep telling people i'm like if 
your goal is to help this other person like if you genuinely want to help them then mm. you would kind of support and guide them right like you're not trying to show them yeah, yeah. 